Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. The weather is nice in Kansas City, Missouri. It might be raining in St. Louis, but on the same token, we're here in living color. I might repeat that in living color. And I want to tell you about a special show today. We have a person that is the remaining bloodstones who start the bloodstone really and they started out as a sincere's and this person is not my age so this goes <laughs> I'm not as old as you but really <laughs> well anyway we plan a, a great show for you and this one in our remembrance we did lose Mr. Jim Brown as a yeah. kid Brown he was a civil rights advocate I met him. They said we had ties in Arkansas, but I heard yesterday he was born in Georgia. But that's okay. All the brothers and sisters got to sit together regardless where they were from, okay? Now, also, I, oh, Jim Brown was everything. He played four major sports at the University of Syracuse. But I do want to recognize his education and Hawaii money. We normally salute the money. I'm very happy to have a on this show, Mr. Harry Williams, the remaining bloodstone. Mr. Williams, how are you doing? Yes, sir. Oh, I'm doing just fine, sir. And yourself? Well, what they say in the country, fairly midnight. <laughs> but anyway, a lot of people might not be cognizant. I don't know if our, are you familiar with the Bloodstones or our? Uh, yes, I am, Mr. Richardson. I was a Bloodstone fan. Yes, I was. I am still a Bloodstone. Give us a little background how you guys got started. We'll go from there. And we want as many people, and we plan on doing a. Uh, newspaper articles and sent it to various newspapers about this distinguished group that started out as the Sears. Some was from uh, Leeds, all went to Central. So, Mr. Harry William, I give it to you. Yes, sir. Well, like I said again, uh, uh, we got started really in high school. And uh, uh, we uh, moved from there, which was in Kansas City, Missouri. We started in high school. I started the group, uh, and the first group uh, was the Sinceres. And I started the Sinceres back in 1963. And, and we went as far as we could here in, in Kansas City. So I left here, and we migrated to uh, Los Angeles, California. And we left and we left California, and we uh, went to London, England. Our first uh, big hit, which was Natural High, we recorded it in, in England in 1971. Okay. The other thing is, how? What made you? How? How did the name change? Some. Series to the Bloodstone and why? Well, uh, we, uh, our first company, which was uh, London Records, I mean, uh, it was Decca Records over in London, England. So when we went to the record company, they didn't care for the, uh, you know, for uh, the Sinceres. So they asked us, will we change our name? So what we did was went in and, uh, really wrote some names down and put it in a, in a in a hat and what have you and we pulled the number out and so we we are uh like the uh the name uh bloodstone so so they had the rolling stones and now they got bloodstone so so that's that's how we came about you know with that name which was bloodstone you know well, uh, it seems to caught on. That's uh, one of my favorite sounds, Bloodstone. I don't remember the one by uh, the Sincere at Central High School. But you know, we didn't, 
we didn't we didn't have anything out at that time. No, we were just local. You know, just local around the city, which was Kansas City. You know, and uh, we didn't have anything out, so we uh, we didn't get any uh, uh, any uh, uh, record um, thing out until we went to uh, London, England. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's go down the, the years, and you just bring us up to date on what's really going on. Like my good friend, Mr. Love, with, with you guys. Right, yes, George Love. And uh, I used to follow, y'all had the people going, oh, rock and rolling and singing to people here in Kansas City, people at Central, but you went overseas. And yes. And you've done one, and I remember when Charles told me the time when y'all made a movie. Oh yeah, yeah, we uh, we did a uh, we did a a, a, a musical uh, a comedy, and the name of that uh, movie was uh, Train Ride uh, to Hollywood. Right. Yeah. But tell us about the years and the things you went through. For we got people out there, maybe their grandparents since they about your age, uh, they might remember you. Give us a little walk down memory lane. Well, like I said, our first big hit, which was in 1972, was uh, Natural High. And uh, and after that, we had, uh, we go a long way back, which was recorded in 1980, uh, 80, around 87, I believe, you know. And, uh, and we had another song called, uh, Never let you go, and that was in uh, that was in the eighties also. And we had another song called, uh, which was one of our big hits. I'm calling off the big hits now that we did have. Well, say who, say who's the lead singers in those big hits too? Would you? It, it, it was it was it was Harry Williams, me. Okay. Yeah, yeah. George George McCormick. Uh, Recorded, like I said, uh, Natural High, which was our first big hit. But all the rest of the hits, which we go a long way back, and all the rest of the songs that I have given you, I did. I did uh, all the lead lead parts to them. Okay. Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, traveling from United States over the leads, how would you? Uh, Treated or greeted? Well, you talking about in London? Yes. Well, we were greeted. We were greeted very well, uh, Mr. Richard, because I'm gonna tell you what happened. Uh, we ran ran into a young man in California. Are we still here? Yeah. Um, okay. Green. 
and uh, we was accepted very, very, very well. So the company really did like us, you know, the company that he was with, which was, like I said, uh, Decca Records in London. So they really did like us. So they said, well, who is this group? And so they told them, you know, it was a group called Bloodstone. So they wanted to know what did we have out. So we didn't have anything out, you know. So uh, so that's how that situation came out. But we got our first uh, major contract from uh, in London, uh, London, England. Okay, Mr. Williams, when you had your first major contract, you know, man, how much was it worth for you guys? How much was your contract worth for you guys? How much money did you make with your first contract? <laughs> oh, man, it was, uh, I think our first uh, contract, I think we got around, uh, we turned in two albums a year. We were supposed to turn in two albums a year, and each, each album we turned on, turned in, was $180,000 album. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, so, so we did, we did very well. You know, we signed for half a million. Okay. Yeah. That was on your first contract. Yeah. Okay. How, did, how, how did you come about going to England? How did that come about? Uh, would you repeat that, please? Because I'm, I'm out. I'm out here in the, in the traffic, you know, so that's where I am with it. That's why we have a Yeah. How, how, how did it come about that you got enough chances to go to England? How did that come about? London. Well, like I said, again, we ran into some guys that wanted to be our managers, so they took us over there. Okay. Uh-huh, so that's, that's how we got a chance to go over there. Okay. And how long were you over there? Well, the first time we was over there, uh, we was over there for about, about two months. And after we signed the contract, which was with Decca Records, which was in London, uh, we would we would go back, you know, each time, uh, each uh, uh, every two years, we go to uh, London. And you couldn't cut your elbows over there? Yes, uh-huh. Okay, and now on your first album, how many songs were on the first album? How many what? Songs were on the first album? Uh, we had uh, 15. Wow, 15, okay. Yes, sir. And one of the songs on the album besides your hit that's on, this, on your first album. You said how many songs? Then we came here, so they're, they're oh, oh, when, oh, when we came, when we came here, you know, because we we had signed with with a a, a couple of record companies here in in uh, the United States after we left Decca uh, Records, because we were signed, we signed with Motown for two years. Mm -hmm. After we signed, after we uh, left Motown, we went to uh, Teenage Records, which was the Isley Brothers. Mm -hmm. And that and that that was the album that we did that uh, we go a long way back on, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh huh. Okay, so uh, like you guys travel. How were you treated? Was that the first time y'all had left the United States to go over to a foreign country? We might say. Uh, my understanding that our people, the blues singers, whatever. They're treated better overseas than they are here in the United States. Yeah, but like that, what I wanted to say is, again, we were well accepted over in London, England, you know. So that, that's where it was with the whole situation, you know. But we, we were accepted real well, and, and again, we still are. Yeah. Well, you said okay. you still are. You lost some of your... Uh, members and they've been replaced and uh, how does that uh, how did that work out did you just have to go I know they had to audition I might say yes. how did you go about selecting the replacements well we went by you know uh, uh, which uh, you know uh, if you were uh, uh, available and the next thing you know uh, that you've seen before, you know, and, and uh, 
it's just a whole different thing, you know, getting along with others, you know, because again, you know, I didn't want anybody to come in the group, you know, thinking that, you know, they were going to run the group because a lot of guys that you get to come in to replace somebody sometimes, they want to try to run the group. But, you know, I didn't have that situation, you know, and I let them, uh, uh, let them know that. So I never did have a problem with that, uh, with that. But as long as they could entertain and do, you know, pretty much what I would want them to do, I did not have a problem with, with any of that. So that's how that pretty much came about, you know. Well, I, I know that uh, the, uh, my travels in the military, whatever, it seemed to have some a lot of distinguished groups from St. Louis and Kansas City. Right. Make it pretty big and a lot of people here might not be cognizant of you guys, but I know just the idea of you guys appearing drew the crowds. Yeah. Well, like I said again, uh, we're not having any problems at the moment, you know, because we're still doing, you know, very well out there. I'm still working pretty steadily and, uh, all our, you know, concerts that we have had, you know, is is uh, ten thousand or less, you know, of people. Mm-hmm. No, we're doing we're doing arenas. So, so that's where it is, you know. But we're we're very uh, 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 accepted in all of those places, you know, because again, uh, the pro- promoter would not, you know, have you to come to those different places. If you don't think you're gonna make them any money, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, that was an- another thing about the, the promoters. I think we we know some that how people they went out and promoted you guys, and I guess they were the one that came to you guys for to sign the contract, and you said right. you well received, and yeah. also you really fired up the youth that want to be singers. And I know there probably a lot of them approached you that they felt they could sing. But how I know it's a long, you guys spent a lot of time in rehearsing and practicing to perfect your son's songs before you cut them. Oh yeah, we definitely have to have to do that, you know, because they, you know, they have, they have to be right. I know for us anyway, you know, but again, you know, you hoping that the, uh, the public, you know, accept what you put out there, and that's why we work real hard to try to do our best to put the right stuff out there, you know, and hoping that it will sell. Well, let me ask you, the headline uh, shows, I guess they were contact. you said over in London, when Al Green was popular until he had the misfortune accident with his female friend, but, um, you guys have been well received as far as uh, I'm concerned, and you really, people here just are bloodstone crazy. And I oh, yeah. to it, and I, I was listening before the deal about who was the one that we said the top two, uh, you said natural high, but let her go, uh, never let me go, and never let me step back. Yeah. Who was the yeah. artist on those? It was, uh, it was me, Harry Williams. Okay. Yeah. And I'm, I head up a group called the United Minority Media Association, and I was going to just uh, suggest uh, a couple theme songs, and as we go a long way back, which we started way, way long time ago, and then we're still together, so never let you go. Those was my two prize uh song that I was just going to say and of course we would say thanks to the Bloodstone whenever we tell people those are our two things uh, songs. Exactly. Oh, thank you. Yeah, well, thank you, you know, and like I say again, you know, they those songs are still, uh, like I say again, uh, really accepted, you know, with the people that we are working for, you know, because we have to do natural high, and we definitely have to do, uh, we go a long way back, you know. Because that's pretty much what they come out to see, you know. I mean, the year. Well, let me ask you, at one time, how can a person go about purchasing 
the records or the movie that you guys made? What would be the process? Well, you have to go. Uh, you have to go online, and uh, you know we have a, a, a thing set up there. You have to go online, like I say again, and uh, and get that. You know those uh, those particular items. You know. Well, what are y'all what are y'all thoughts about the Bloodstone in St. Louis? I know you're going you're not gonna say anything bad because you got Mr. Harry Williams on the phone uh, on this. When, Oh. I know when they came to St. Louis, okay, I'm not sure, but they probably came to remember, do you remember Regal Sports back in those days, sir? You said the Regal? Regal Sports, that was one of the top promoters here in, back in the days, and a guy named Jim Gates and Jack and Stan. Uh, sir, I don't even know anything about those people because, again, yeah. I did not, you know, I wasn't, you know, booking anyone at that time, Mr. Love. Which okay. had business, so he's the one that took care okay. of all the okay. kind Yeah, yeah. Now, I worked with you with Regal Sports. They were one of the biggest promoters in the Midwest. Uh, uh, most, of, most of the shows here, you know, like, you know, you know the whole, you know, all the, you know, like, you know, in the package, like, hey, you know, they, right. you know, they, were, big, big, they were come in, you know. Right, and, and, and I, I I just would work on them when the, the audience got here. You know, did the concert. You know, I was part of that that team. You know, and also I worked in the office there. You know, and we sold the tickets from there, so to speak. And everybody was happy with the money and stuff. That was my role. Make sure that the money all was there. And, and they back in those days. I know when before artists went on stage, okay, that the manager would come to you know the room and you know, where we were located and get their money in cash. That's still work that way now. Uh, yeah, pretty much, you know, because like I said, we get we get uh we sign if we sign the contract, you know, we get half upon signing and uh, right. the, we get half before we go on. Okay, nothing changed there. Yeah, oh yeah. And like I say again, you do not go on until you get your monies. Oh no! Oh no! 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 No one. You know, I was here, uh, here years ago. Uh, yeah. I was in a concert here, and Al Green left. Matthew Al Green was the artist, and uh, one of it wasn't a major promoter who had brought in the town, but he was he came to town, and this, um, it was funny the 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 the, the, uh, the group. Uh, and I said a group, uh, they came out, the band, I should say, they came out on stage three times, okay, three times, uh, before, before they actually played. And so my friend I was with, when they asked me, he said, well, what's going on? I said, well, the money's not right. I said, until the money, I said, until the money get right, okay, they're not going to hear one note. And, and she didn't understand that. Yeah, you got, you know, you, you don't hear it, uh, Lots of them again, MC. Hold on, hold on, just getting back here. Okay, uh, probably, uh, you hit those. He's, uh, ra- he's running around, MC. That's what's the problem, yeah. And that's, that's kind of a problem, too. What would we call it when you can't uh, connect? Uh, they hit like a dead spot or something like that. But we're talking to uh, Harry Williams, the uh, lone uh, bloodstone. Uh, we're doing an interview. We're doing a, we're doing it through an automobile and with telephone. And you listen to guess who's coming to Kansas City? My name is MC Richardson. I'm the uh, moderator and the head host. And we have Mr. Uh, we're very thankful to have Mr. R uh, on the folks on the. I'm not I'm I'm, I'm stationary, but like I say again, it's. It's real hard sometimes because okay. you know it, 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 the phones are cut off on you. You know that's that's okay. all I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. Well, we back on the show with MC Richardson. Okay. I was saying that, and we understand that. So we uh, try to get uh, no dead time or dead air, so we can talk our way through when you come back. Cause a lot of times when you drive and you hit a, a stop. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's, 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 it's real hard, you know, because like I say, your signal goes out and it comes back and what have you, so that's the problem you have when you're on these darn cell phones, you know. 
Amen. Yeah, <laughs> for real, amen. <laughs> well, what we did yeah. do, we uh, had a Rex Stewart boy, one of the noted, and a Black Cowboy take pictures, and we hope to get them published in various newspapers because okay. we appreciate what you guys did, and as long as yeah. we get them out there, that's what we'll be doing, okay? Okay, well, like I say again, I appreciate everything, you know, and coming from the group also, we definitely appreciate that. Well, we got... We have how many people... How many people in your group? How many people in the bus song? Uh, well, I just I just have three people, and I have a a, a, a seven piece band. Okay. Yeah. Uh huh. Okay. And the ones that now, you MC mentioned earlier on that some people have passed on, uh, but from time to time you always can kind of you know, when you when you have a good voice, okay, you can always blend in with another good voice. And only got to only got a lead voice, so you got you got you got the sound that you're looking for. Well, what what I'm saying is, you know, the group is still blessed, you know, because like again, you know, we're out there, you know, and we're doing very well, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's been a lot of couple of years that you've been you've been on the market. I guess even better. Uh, Scott, we lost him again. Um. Basically, Hold on, my, that's on my end. Oh, yeah, I don't mind calling back. Hold on, as long as he do this, I can do that. Hold on a second. Yeah, we have Mr. Harry Williams on the phone with us when we can connect up, but we plan not to miss any crucial information or any information that you can join us by standing in touch with the Bloodstone and Mr. Harry Williams. And a lot of times with cell phones and other phones, apparatus lets you in the studio, it's kind of difficult to maintain that sound that you want. But we've been very blessed or able with technology the way it is, we've been able to interview prominent people. They have a magnet. They have a magnet. Okay. I was filling in for you, Mr. Harry. Okay, we've we, we done pretty good, okay, of almost a half an hour, okay, unless we, unless we need interruptions, which MC is saying is kind of rare, but that's how life is with technology nowadays. Yeah, that that's true, you know, that that is really, really true, you know. But again, like I say, I sure do thank you guys for everything, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Well, we still got some time, they normally let us know uh, how much time we have left but how do you do you help people how do you know what cities you might might need do you help somebody out there uh, recruiting and playing some of your songs to get you this uh, no sir, no sir. We, we have we have an agent that, that books us you know what I'm saying you know, when a, when a promoter us, they, they call the agent, and the agent call us, and if we get the monies and what have you right, the paperwork together, you know, that's when we make that trip. Now, you said the agent, what is included in your, I'll say, so-called contract? What does that cover? Well, it, it covers, like I say again, you know, all the instruments that I do have, they have to, you know, they have to take care of that. They have to do the sound. They have to take care of, you know, like I say again, we make a deal on uh, on uh, hotels, we make a deal on uh, uh, ground transportation and flying. You know, we have, we, go, we have to go through all of that, you know. So the agent know what the money is that we do need to make that move. So they come up with that. If they can't come up with that, then we do not do uh, uh, the show. You don't move no money, no, you don't show. Yes, sir. Well, let me ask you this. What if they make movies and they use your song? How does that work? 
Well, uh, we have like, uh, they have like BMI. BMI have recorded it. So they they recorded it. And like I said, then, you know, they, they sent the money to me. Our. Excuse me, MC, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Okay, I guess when you meet with me, B and I, and there was a person that plays your song, okay, on the radio, uh, you know, in a movie or stuff like that, you get royalties off those songs. Am I right? Yes, sir. And I guess when you guys see it being out there for such a long time, you know, the royalties have been very good to you. Oh, yeah. And I, and I guess, oh, uh, and I guess my next question would be, um, you come out of royalties, do they send your chicken, you know, those checks come out on, every time you're on the air, you play the record someplace, or how does that work out? <laughs> yeah, well, they, they do it that way, you know, if you get a check, if you do get any money, it comes every quarterly, okay? Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. If you never know how much you're going to get. No, I sure don't. So let me ask, what are some of the largest amounts you have got since in your royalties? Uh, say that again, I didn't understand you. What has been some of your largest royalties that you have received? Some of my biggest royalties? Yes, sir. <laughs> it, it, it comes from DMI, sir. You know, it, it goes like that. I can't tell you how much money I get, you know, because okay. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. I know back in the day they used to say for every record they got two cents or three cents or if you're lucky you got a nickel for every record. Yeah. That's still where it is today? Pretty much yes it is, yeah. They might get a lot of money there, but they, they pick it up and put them down. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm 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 out here in the in the public, you know. I mean, out here in traffic, so therefore it's gonna it's gonna be like that. Oh, you know, I understand too well. Yeah, uh, you know, Mr. William, I'm in St. Louis, uh, 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 North St. Louis, by the airport, and uh, Scott is in uh, down in Orlando, Missouri, south of St. Louis. They're seizing Kansas City, so for us to have this good telephone call, it's a blessing on technology. And this is technology at its best, to be honest with you. So, Mr. Wilson, uh, you might have, uh, Mr. Williams. Yes. Right now, like which we, right now, uh, your family, uh, you're, you're situated, basically, still basically can't see the jury, right? Yeah. Okay. What are some of the things that public should know that they don't normally know? What, what is, what now? I'm saying, what are some of the things that maybe we're not cognizant of things you think they should know? Well, I, uh, you know, I, I I don't know, sir. You know, like I say again, you know, they just have to tune in the bloodstone. You know, and that, that that's that's all I can say. You know. Yeah. What? Yeah. On a, we have a, a CD. What is your rate of pay on a CD or album? The average uh, money. What is my average money? Or the group bloodstone. Well, I mean, that's that's kind of personal, baby. I couldn't, you know, I couldn't say that. Okay. Yeah. Right. But you're, uh, what you say is your banker knows your name. Yeah, I guess that, that, that's pretty much it. Uh, how often are you uh, people want you to come sing? And where do you normally go? And what's in the future for you? Well, like I said again, you know, uh, we're doing concerts, and I just like to do uh, what I'm, what I'm, what I'm doing at the moment, you know, and 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 that's pretty much where I am with that, you know. And again, you know, if a person wants to book me, 
uh, book the group Bloodstone, you know, they have to go uh, through an agent and uh, have that taken care of, you know, and we'll come to your, <laughs> to, to your city. <laughs> hey, you the concerts. How many songs are you normally, do you normally do at a concert? It, 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 it's, it's what the promoter have you to do because sometimes they have you to do 15 minutes they have you to do 20 minutes sometimes they have you to do an hour and a half you know all that is up to the promoters our no no I'm, I'm good actually because I mean this the being a, a former promoter myself I understand how that works out yet. Yes, it's a time allotted, okay, that just breaks it down for them. Depending on how many artists you have on a, on a show, okay, and it's anywhere. Yeah. Well, that's uh, what I understand. Uh, Mr. Williams? Are you there, Harry? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, let me ask you who have been some of the other headliners that you guys have been in concerts with? Well, I like to say, I've uh, from James Brown to the Kings. You know, I worked oh, with all of them. The late James Brown, which was, was my one of my ex wives, that was her cousin. I'm yeah. familiar with the James Brown family, yes. A lot of those guys, they came out in Georgia, yes. Yes. Down in Augusta. Oh yeah, yeah. I I I work with all of them. Believe me, you know that's that's where I am. Kept patience, you know. Uh, Four tops, you know. Betty Labelle, and it, it you know, and, and it goes on and on and on, you know. Do you work many casinos? You know, like you know, like the boats uh, down in out in Las Vegas. No, I, I, I haven't I haven't worked in too many uh casinos. No, I have not. Okay. Well I know that uh, the people here are the people who are listening and they have a still opportunity. How might they retrieve uh our interview, uh Mr. Folks? Oh, uh they can get our program, uh we heard Right now, we're not being linked live on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, as well as on FrigglesonUSAHotTorio.com. And also, uh, you can be got joking, get on, on Spotify, and you put in, you search for it, you put in, uh, guess who come to Kansas City? And, uh, and, and it will pop up in all of our former shows also. And right now, that goes back all the years you've been with us, MC. I guess going on, going on two years now. It's not longer. Time for passing me having fun. Errol, we're not through yet. Uh, uh, Mr. Scott, how much time do we have? We have 20 minutes, oh, sir. We have lots of time. Well, like I said again, guys, you know, like, I don't want to uh, push you for anything, but this here is pretty much uh, a long interview. And I don't, you know, and I usually don't don't do an interview this long. You know, I really, I really, really, really don't. You know, yeah, so, I understand. So the fact that we can wrap it up, I will appreciate it. Well, we really appreciate this opportunity, uh, this longevity, because yes, a lot of people will want to know more about the Bloodstone and how to follow them. Yeah, well, again, I think they should have enough information <laughs> to know, you know, I really, really do. If they need additional information, they can call uh, the United Minority Media Association. Probably the cell number is 816-694-2270. And Will will try to uh, get with Harry and the promoters of people how to best get that information or message to you or where they might be appearing next. I understand that you're going back to California this week. No, I'm not going this week. I'm not going back until July. July. Well, you were here for a little while, right? Yes, sir. Well, it's been like, uh, 
being a, a at home for a while. So you y'all got any plans for Memorial Day? No, I don't have any plans. Sir. I'm just gonna kick back and enjoy myself and and have a ball. Well, I think that all that's left up to Marguerite. She has some say so in what you do, right? Oh yeah. That's right. Yeah, she she handled my stuff here in Kansas City for me. Yeah. Uh huh. Okay. And we uh we appreciate this like uh, our Yuma clock that you got. I forgot to put your uh, battery in there, but that shouldn't be no big thing. Uh, uh, one of my batteries, two A or whatever, two D, whatever you call it. But yeah, uh, just the idea of. Uh, you agreeing, I know we went through several different uh, things that to make sure that we could do this show today. So anything yeah. you letting us have is to really appreciate it. Yeah, well, like I said, I appreciate it on this end too, okay? Well, Mr. Mr. Williams, we don't want to intrude anymore on your charity. Thank you so much for the, the beautiful charity. Uh, for being part of guests who come to Kansas City on Frigus and you can see how far you're not constantly have a beautiful, beautiful safe weekend. And like okay. this, sir. And I want to say again, I thank you guys for everything. We thank, we thank you, sir. Yes, sir. Have a great day. And before you thank go, you, sir. We, we plan to have to publish an article and put it in various newspapers and to keep the name out there of the Bloodstones, okay? Oh, that'll be fine, Mr. Richard. Mr. Richard, Mr. Williams, also, we see you for today's program also. Okay, then. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And be sure to tune in next week. We have the young lady who's over Oklahoma for up-and-coming a family reunion. Well, you see. Go ahead. Well, right now, right now, well, no, he's gone, okay, but we still got... Because we still get about 15 minutes left on the program, though. Oh, okay. Well, let's talk about uh, the Missouri Black Chamber of Commerce. Well, uh, Missouri Black Chamber of Commerce is you know, we're based here in St. Louis, Missouri. And uh, we, have, you know, uh, we, have, we have operations, I should say, you know, in, uh, in around the state. Uh, naturally, I can't hit Missouri, but we did quite a few different programs there. And as a matter of fact, we're geared up now uh, uh, to do something after the pandemic. Uh, but pre prior to the pandemic, uh, you know, I said pandemic was you know, the uh, COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, we have been uh, very active in Kansas City. We had a uh, Miss Black America here in the city. And we had did, did a program, uh, see several programs with Toyota. Uh, in Kansas City, one was uh, a program that was based primarily on uh, the work of the different businesses in the Kansas City area. Uh, and we had, we had, we had a live uh, banquet. It wasn't, it was, I wouldn't call it a banquet. It was a large banquet we had well, with some people. And we had down at the, uh, at the, uh, uh, let's see, what's that, the name of the facility that's in the back there of, of the, of the, of the uh, of the of the uh, of the, uh, of the uh, baseball museum in the back there. Oh, you're talking about the Negro Leagues Baseball Museum? No, there's a building in the back of that of that facility. Uh, well, I know they have a center there. You mean back of the Negro League uh, Jazz Museum? You know, you're right, yes, they, they have another facility there. They have a very, very nice facility. We had a, a nice banquet there uh, when we had uh, a beautiful gentleman served by Peachtree, uh, you know, restaurants. And, uh, and like I said, we had several several businesses that were, that were honored that night. And uh, then we also had another program in, in the uh, uh, baseball museum uh, when we had, you know, had dinner that night, uh, and that was for the Trailblazer Awards. It was also was well, well received. We had people from around the state of Missouri, also from across the country that came in, and that was a one that, that we did with, uh, with the, um, uh, the Underground out of Indianapolis, Indiana. Uh, we hosted it there, and like I said, uh, we were very fortunate to have the, uh, uh, the, the, the lobby there in, in at the jazz, jazz Museum there, um, where we had a beautiful stage and we had a beautiful program. 
uh, when we highlighted uh, all the uh, artists in the Kansas City area, some of the uh, uh, artists that paint. We also had some singers there. We presented a fashion show. It was a very beautiful evening that was well or that was well attended, I should say. And it was on a, it was on a Sunday night, and I said we went up against a Kansas City Chiefs football game that night, so we still had a nice turnout. So we've done that, and also we still work uh, on a regular basis now. I think every, every set, uh, Saturday, third Saturday, normally we have Miss Shane Hubbard who will come on and uh, for, uh, a parent, so we're going to have their own company. Uh, Urban American Outdoors where they uh, have been doing a fishing show uh, over 25 years now on, in the national, on national TV, the national cable television systems around the country where uh, they uh, go I didn't I know most recently uh, Candy and uh, Wayne was up in a, up in a, a, a place called Mashed mash Potatoes, Wyoming uh, and they said it's a nickname for a place there, but uh, Wyoming I know today this weekend they are doing a fishing derby uh, down, in, down in Florida uh, even as we speak and we have a fishing derby being scheduled for St. Louis, St. Louis Missouri at uh, in USA uh, in January, one best part, and that'll be coming up, coming up in July, and so, uh, so, so we do quite a bit of different things here, you know, around the state. We work on our project in Haytown, Missouri. Uh, we're making some plans to have some of our regional conference with our national chamber conference. By the way, our national chamber conference we have with our national, our first national uh, conference in conjunction with the uh, group that we work with. They call the National Business Alliance, and that'd be in Atlanta, Georgia, uh, the latter part of the month. I don't have the dates right in front of me. But next week, I have those dates available, and we can talk about those MC. And so that should be very nice. And also, it'll be uh, also have an international favor. And what we presented there are uh, opportunities for black business owners who want to do business internationally, or they want to do you know, business you know, around the country, or they're looking for federal contracts. We will be able to connect them, figure out how they can, if you have a black business, you can figure out how to make how to grow your money in your pocket, make sure that the wealth in your family means wealth that can be passed on. And that's what our, our goal is, great black business owners, and we have some plans now here in the state of Missouri. Uh, after the pandemic, we're doing some, having some meetings here in St. Louis, and we'll be able to go in Kansas City. As a matter of fact, we have a young lady there that we now work with right now, Mr. Paul Price. We've been under the weather most recently, but she now has assistance by Ethan Singleton. Uh, she uh, came on last week, okay, to join the team. And she will be, you'll be hearing more about her, something that she's doing, so the program will be doing in Kansas City. So, so right now, after the pandemic hit us. And we also thank God for all people who have, who have survived, or many people who did not survive the pandemic. And also, in this charity from 1 to 3 p.m., you can hear our show, Guess Who's. Uh, that's your program. Someone gets from the Kansas City lunch with the Missouri Chamber of Commerce. That's every Saturday for the entire eight year lunch to the Missouri Chamber of Commerce. To hit that program, get it, I should say, just uh, type in lunch with the Missouri Chamber of Commerce and you go to the search engine and with all of our old shows. And uh, we will be able to hear those. And also, if, uh, we can be uh, heard live. Every Saturday at 1 to 3 p.m. And then it will be payback on Saturdays. Our program is live, so you know, Sundays from 1 to 3 and also on Wednesdays from 1 to 3. And that's something that the Missouri Team Commerce is doing. And also uh, on our programs, we also have my special guest. I mean, every Saturday, uh, Mr. Uh, Chuck DeBow, who is our CEO, and Chuck DeBow the third, I should say. And also on our program today, we have a guest, Ms. Uh, uh, calling uh, coffee right, uh, and we were talking about you know, seeing, uh what's been going on here in the St. Louis area in terms of having a new a prosecutor attorney appointed by the governor, uh, Ms. Kim Gordon, who was a prosecutor attorney, has stepped down uh, last this past week, and the governor appointed uh, a gentleman by the name of Mr. Gabriel Gore, who will be uh, will be the uh, acting attorney general for. Well, she's called public attorney, I should say, for St. Louis until uh, until the election next year. So he so he was a large law firm here, the former federal prosecutor, 
And he was even up in the squad here in St. Louis. Well, I know there's a, a, a lot of controversy going on, and it relates to Kansas City about barbecue and jazz. You have a lot of people of other nationalities, other cultures, they come in, they try to steal what was everybody knows how it got started. But in a lot of cases, because they might have a little better financial a revenue source, it enables them to try to move ahead. But the other problem that we have in here in Kansas City that where is the true black leadership that they said the people who are from Kansas City and they go to college, they don't come back. So we have to do something to get them to come back in their city or their hometown, and that seems to be a problem. It might happen in other cities, I don't know. Well, it does, MC, and I know in St. Louis, uh, we have a lot of people, matter of fact, one of the things that most young people do, uh, you know, when they go to college, they, they want to go, go off, you know, and so they also, they will say, but one of the problems, I mean, in Missouri, uh, it's a controversy, I can't see that for St. Louis, and for Missouri as a whole, we have too many, uh, killing taking place in our state. I know in, in St. Louis, Missouri, we have people in Missouri as a whole, you know, this, uh, you can carry a weapon without a, without a permit, and people are killing young people, old people, no matter who you are, it's, it's across all ages. And also here in St. Louis, uh, starting uh, next week, I should say, our local board of aldermen is going to do something about the guns here, and that they're going to uh, that we're going to pass an ordinance that will require you to have a permit to carry a pistol in St. Louis City. And that be in St. Louis City, not St. Louis County. That if you come to St. Louis City, that you will require that you have you have a license to carry a gun, uh, because there are too many young people are killing themselves. And on my show today, we talked about. Uh, uh, the fact that there were 270 mass killings as of yesterday in our country, and a mass killing in any you have even four or more people who are killed. So, you know, in one incident, that is called a mass killing. And, and I said, as of yesterday, there were 270. Now, that doesn't count the people uh, that have been less than, the number less than those. And most of these, these uh, killings are, uh, are considered around. Uh, uh, you know, people, you know, uh, it goes a whole gamut, but normally it's somebody that's, uh, uh, goes out and buy a gun. I know most have it's a weapon structure, it's like the AK-47. Uh, normally it is not just a, a, a pistol now. These guns are shoot many, many, many times. And those are the ones that create all the chaos because normally, uh, what people understand, and we had discussed this in our show this week and last week, that we see a mass destruction. When a person is hit by these bullets, now a known bullet will go through your body. These bullets stay in your body. As a matter of fact, they destroy your inside. They explode in your body. And these are the weapons that are now being used. And if you recall, during the during the killing they had down, uh, matter of fact, a year ago this weekend, up, I should say, that down in down in Bali, Texas, that. Some of the people could not, the kids could not be, could not, they were so small. When the, when the, when the, when the bullets blew inside their bodies, okay, they were unrecognizable. They didn't be recognized by their, by their, by the, uh, the of the tinctures. That was something that's very, very sad. And also, MC, today, uh, here today, today is, uh, uh, May the 20th. Uh, uh, and today, uh, is, my mother was alive, was being her birthday today. And also, there's my, my daughter's birthday also. So, uh, uh, there's a daughter, folks. Minaj, uh, she's located right out, out in, uh, in uh, Springfield, Colorado. And uh, she has been married out there. And my mother's name is Elizabeth, Elizabeth folks, because uh, passed away uh, about three some years ago. And so, but they were the uh, birthday also. Well, we're going to say belated birthday, a new birthday, but. It's a blessing, you know, last week we celebrated Mother's Day. Yes, we did, yes. Uh, Four minutes, you, gentlemen. Mm -hmm. 
Four minutes. What did he say? Yeah, four minutes ago, you see. Oh, okay. Uh, you know, another thing I, I said at the top of the show, this is Asian, American, and Hawaii, the Philippines, Heritage Month. We seem to have a lot of months, and guess who's coming to Kansas City seems to acknowledge those different months. It's just like we have Hispanic Month, we have uh, Heritage Month, and of course, the shortest month of them, I think, or maybe the Asian Month, uh, was uh, Black History Month, which is in November, but we celebrate Black History throughout the year. It doesn't matter whether it's March or whatever, because it's like uh, February is Black History Month, they say, and then you got March is Women History Month, but we have a lot of black people who are really made uh, a valuable paved the way. And speaking of that, our, what about the black women who have made a mark uh, in the world? From I, I know right now, I know right now, we mentioned last week, Ms. Ms. Grace Bomberies have passed away. And matter of fact, all in the world, she was over in Austria, where she, you know, Vienna, where she um, passed away, and she lived over there. Uh, like Miss Tina Turner, you know, everybody knows who that is, or she came from St. Louis. And she, matter of fact, these people left St. Louis go to other places because they got more recognition of, you know, in other places than they did here in St. Louis. And, and also, uh, uh, one, one of the things, uh, MC, that uh, you, mentioned, you mentioned competitions uh, this weekend, uh, St. Louis for the first time has a, a outdoor soccer team uh, that's in Kansas City, and they are playing your soccer team from Kansas City this week in Kansas City. This will be the first of three games, okay? So there's a rivalry being kicked off. And I will let you know up front that uh, St. Louis, Missouri has been playing soccer since 1907. And we have several championship teams here in the, in the, in the NCAA uh uh, league uh, Division One, uh, Central University won many many scholarships. Uh, my junior college, I went to Carson Valley. They were one of the Raymond Junior College teams, uh, were the national uh, champions for many years. So we have a traditional history in St. Louis already. But for the first time this weekend, uh, this the first game team that these two, you know, uh, major league soccer team will be played. In St. Louis at our stadium this weekend. You know, you mentioned 1907. As my understanding, that's when Oklahoma mm -hmm. became a state. That was uh, mm -hmm. Indian territory prior to. And I guess next week is a person that's is one of the top people in the uh, Salas family reunion, which will take place in Tulsa on the Cherokee Reservation and the Freedmen. And we had a, a dynamic show last week from uh, Mr. Ford and then getting people to work not only in uh, St. Louis and Kansas City. Well, well, well MC, MC, Mr. Reason, there's a thing called a clock. And right now, as uh, they would say, we had a hard get out of his sign. Uh, it's right at 6 o'clock right now. The, you, the voice you hear is that uh, Mr. MC Richardson, he's the founder and the CEO of the, uh, the uh, Minority Media Association. And also the founder and creator of our guests who come to Kansas City. My name is Aaron, folks. I'm with Richie McConaughey. I've been so far to be his co-host. But again, thank you to Scott Owens, our engineer, and our president of the country, our foundation, and Mr. MC Bad, and our families. Thank you for being here for your weekend. And that's guests who come to Kansas City again next year at the same time, same place. And then, no, Mr. MC Richie, what do you have to say? Goodbye. Well, thanks, everybody.